Hello and welcome to the Soul Gym. We are your Soul Gym sisters. I'm Crystal. And I'm Jody. And, and yes, yes, we, we are, are sisters. sisters. Well, we want to uh, be your soul trainers today and help you tone up flabby thinking and develop mental muscle. Mental muscle. muscle. Why mental muscle? Because every battle is won or lost in the mind. The battle with weight, the battle with money, yep. the battle with relationships, addiction, whatever the battle is, is going to require what, Crystal? Some mental, mental muscle. muscle. So last week, if, if you were um, listening with us, last week we laid out the case for flabby thinking, what it is, what it looks like. And, and we determined that flabby thinking is undisciplined, weak, and ineffective. ineffective. When we're talking about undisciplined, that's just like being undisciplined, not wanting to go to the gym, um, untrained, uh, allowing really anything to rampage through our mind. It creates fear and worry and anxiety. Uh, Weak thinking, we talked about weak thinking. When somebody is weak in their thinking, they are easily swayed. And scripture talks about this person being double-minded. Double -minded. And when we're double-minded, we vacillate between opinions. We don't know what we stand for. We don't stand firm on our conviction. And so we're swayed. And scripture goes on to say that we will be unstable in all of our ways. We don't want that kind of no, thinking. No, no, no. Not undisciplined, not weak. The third part of flabby thinking is it's ineffective. And so ineffective thinking, um, you, can, you can look at any part of your life, your job, your relationships, your health, your finances. If you are not getting the desired result, then we've got some flabby thinking and it's ineffective thinking. You see, the world would have us believe that we are trapped in these circumstances, but we, we're not. We are actually trapped in our head. Trapped in our head. How are you <laughs> trapped in your head? How are we trapped in our head? Listen, Jody and I are all about personal responsibility, mm -hmm. but you, you cannot deny that each of our childhoods mm -hmm. really did lay a foundation for our thinking. I mean, for example... Uh, the fundamental behaviors and beliefs and attitudes that our parents had, mm -hmm. good or bad, uh, good or bad, have be become hardwired into who we are. And we cannot forget, I mean, think about in school, your coaches, mm -hmm. your teachers, mm -hmm. um, friends and cultural influences, television, music, all of those things help to create how we think a mindset yeah they, they have developed a mindset in us and so you know we, we we start to age we go through puberty and into adulthood but something becomes established in us mm -hmm. in our character our temperament our and our personality have developed uh, basically into our own unique mental makeup now think back think about what parents told you growing up Think of how you were labeled as yeah. a child. I think back and, and think of what teachers told me and how you just automatically believe it. You're the, they don't say you're the dumb one, but they make you feel rather <laughs> unintelligent. Uh, what parents say, you're, the, you're smart, you're funny, you're outgoing, you're lazy, you're beautiful. 
And as a child, as a three, four, five-year-old child, you just automatically take it right. and believe it. And that is who you become. So now all these labels, all these thoughts that you have about yourself, we want you to begin to challenge them and go, am I that way? Am I dumb? Am I smart? Am I funny? Am Whatever it is that's right. holding you back. Right. And so... First things first, we, we start to become aware yes. of the labels that have been placed on us, how our identity has been created. And in order to change any area of our life, we have to challenge that picture yes. we have of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so the, the, the problem is, is we get saved and, and what, nothing happens? Yes, this is where a lot of people are frustrated. The Bible says in Romans 12, 2, it says, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation, transformation of how you think. I like that, inwardly changing how you think. This will empower you to dispel, oh, sorry, discern God's will mm -hmm. as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Amen. And so, I mean, that, that, that's what we are challenging right now is, is we can live a carnal worldly existence or we can live a spiritual existence. And so our thinking has to start lining up with, with the word of God in any area of your life. Again, whether it's relationships, whether it's health, uh, things can change. But in order to change, we have to start getting a new thought. And so, Jody, you were talking earlier about um, your situation with, with money. Mm -hmm. um, like I said before, a lot of people are frustrated that they become... Christians, right. they, they become born again, and they have a new spirit now living on the inside of them. But what many people uh, fail to realize is that we are a three-part being. Yep. We are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a physical body. And when we become born again, we have the power and the life of God living on the inside of us, and we love God and a desire for change but things don't change because our minds and our bodies are the same. So God telling us that we need to renew our mind shows us that we need a different way of thinking. Right. Again, now how do we do that? What is that? Renewing the mind, be not conformed to this world. This world has trained us yeah. the way we think. A lot of people, most people, live just like the world. And as Christians, we are supposed to be diff not only different, but totally different than the world. We're not supposed to have the same problems as the world. We're supposed to be, now that we've become born again, we now have the power on the inside of us to change anything we wanna change. And Crystal, you were talking about a financial situation I was faced with, and only through getting a new thought from God, did this situation ever change in my life? Uh, here's the situation. I had a debt on a credit card. I'm going to be real transparent, <laughs> you guys. I had a debt on a credit card. 
of that was bugging you. That was dogging yep. me for quite some time. I was getting letters. I was getting phone calls. I was getting you name it, threats, all that fun stuff that comes with debt that hasn't been paid. I had a credit card debt of seventeen thousand dollars. Now that may sound like a lot to some of you. It may not. Hey, I <laughs> oh, wish that's it. it? <laughs> I wish I had $17,000, but now in my mind here, we're going back to changing the way you think. When I looked at this, this situation, my thought was I'll never be free. I, I can't see a way out. There's no way this situation could change. It's $17,000. How am I going to get rid of this? So my dad and I were discussing, you know, options and what I could do. And, and by the end of our conversation, we'd come up with, woohoo, bankruptcy, woo, yeah. you know, file bankruptcy. And I know a lot of people have filed bankruptcy and, and you do what you've got to do. But I came home from us talking and I sat there praying, crying out to God, going, God, this is not your best. Filing bankruptcy, I know you. I know you love me. I know you want better for me. But when I look at this situation through my eyes and through my mind, I see no way out. And this is what I prayed. I prayed, I know about renewing of my mind, so I need a new thought. Give me a new, give me your thought about this situation. And what's funny is when you know it's God is there. It's like a bomb that goes off you. When I got done praying, I heard God say, you can get out of debt. You can pay this off. And I knew it wasn't me because like I said before, I thought there's no way I can pay this off. And God gave me a new thought and he said, you can pay this off. And I knew it because there was an empowerment to it. There was a, a faith to it. And I could see, not with my physical eyes, I could see inwardly me paying this off. And I just went, woo, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how, I still didn't know how. I mean, I didn't have the way, but I knew God was going to show me. And through a few meetings with some people and, and God started unfolding his plan for what I needed to do. And I'm here to say that after a few months, I mean, it wasn't easy. Right. I paid the $17,000 off and it is gone. And I, it, it's such a wonderful feeling, but only through a new thought. I, this is where renewing of the mind comes in. You've got to say, God, this is the way I'm thinking. This is the way I see me. This is the way I see the situation. I don't see a way out. Give me a thought. Show me what to do. Amen. And so as, as Romans 12 two, the whole renewing of the mind, it, it goes on to say, so when, when our thinking begins to line up with God's thinking, that scripture says we will be empowered to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life. Yes. That is just such a cool, a promise from God mm -hmm. that, that God has a beautiful purpose. Each one of us are designed to uh, make a difference in the world. We, we've been uniquely gifted and God has, has just placed something so 
so cool inside of you that only you can do that that you are to go into the world and and make that difference and we'll be able to discern that when when we are using God's word as opposed to looking at what the world is telling us to do see the world tells you debt's normal yeah the world tells you pain and and divorce and brokenness is normal that scripture says a beautiful life. Look around your life. Yeah. Be, be real honest. Am I living the beautiful life? That's God's plan. That's God's will. Amen. So if you're not, you may be living a beautiful life in some areas. Maybe in some areas you're not. Now go to God and go, okay, this is not beautiful. Give me your thought about this. Right. And so for any of you who have listened to us, we... We love um, our rock star neuroscientist, uh, Dr. Carolyn Dr. Leaf, Leaf, who has just really opened up our thinking, you know, when, when she teaches the science of thought. Mm. And you, you might be going, how, how am I supposed to do this? We, she's got this great statement in, in renewing the mind. She says, consciously controlling. That's what Jody did. Mm -hmm. Consciously controlling your thought life means not letting thoughts rampage through your mind. It means learning to engage interactively with every single thought you have and analyze it before you decide either to accept it or reject it. We have 30 to 50,000 thoughts going through our head and most of them, you know, in the subconscious, which is gonna definitely be an, another teaching. But you go, how am I supposed to analyze 30 to 50,000 thoughts? It is that same concept as how do you eat an elephant? That's right. One, one bite, bite at, at a time. time. How do you take control one thought at a yes. time? And so it's time to take a, a deep dive into, into the soul gym. And we're going to talk you through uh, a simple exercise to get you started just being aware you, you can't take control of your thoughts if you're not aware mm -hmm. of what's going on up there mm, becoming aware okay so uh here, here's just a few simple things yep. simple ideas you you can try um that we're doing ourselves yep. and the first thing you can do is right when you wake up Boom. in the morning okay we've been talking about this what is the first thing you think about right i i told crystal the other day man i couldn't believe it the other day i woke up and immediately i mean my feet hadn't even hit the floor and i was just going down the list of problems and all the things i needed to change and things that were broken in my house i mean that is the second i i don't think my eyes had even opened and uh, the list of what was wrong with my life and see that has to stop so the minute you wake up in the morning, take control right. and decide to think of something positive. Immediately start opening your mouth, thanking God for you're alive today, that this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. it it's your decision. Um, and throughout the day, now Crystal likes to talk about the, what do you call it? When what, you start when you just, slumping. Yeah, and... it's just you roll up into a snot ball. <laughs> Life has gotten so, so bad. Well, how do I know what I'm thinking? Right. Take, analyze what it's doing to you. Yeah. Analyze physically. <laughs> physically 
where where your body's going, your mood, your attitude. Are you complaining? Are you whining? Are, right. are you irritated? Are you frustrated? Those are really good indicators. You're thinking on the wrong thing. I mean, think about it. A, a thought can pop in your head and it can bring a smile to your face and it can light up your day and, and you're just in a great mood. And then you can be going along and things are great and a thought can pop in your head. And before you know it, your shoulders are slumped, you're sinking in mm -hmm. your chair and you just are miserable. So that's the power of thoughts. Right. Think about throughout the day, where am I going emotionally, physically? Think about what your thoughts are doing to you. And capture those negative Capture thoughts. them. No. And later on, we'll be talking about how to tear down those thoughts right. and, and to not let them control you. And so later on in the day, before you go to bed, we suggest a journal, mm -hmm. um, a notebook, your phone, whatever. Just think about what you were thinking about today. Just look over where your mind went, where your mind tends to go. Um, do certain things trigger you? You know, yeah. certain people you get around, do you tend to just go into the into the blues or into the, you know, the sad mm -hmm. mood, you know, when you get around certain people, just all we want to do is get you aware right. of what you're thinking about. Right. Think about what you're thinking about. Exactly. Listen, we do not have to live sad, mm -hmm. you know, depressed, overweight, in debt. Uh, there is hope. And God is about hope. And we are here to deliver a message of hope that anything in your life can change if you start to renew your, your mind. We were all designed. God designed us uh, for a purpose to, to make a difference and to live that beautiful life. And so we are just um, honored that you chose to join us yes. uh, today we we certainly do appreciate it um next week we are going to be talking about the power of of our imagination and we're gonna help um you learn to imagine your ideal life yes. and watch that thing come to fruition we just want to say thank you for tuning in to the Soul Gym. Thank you. Uh, we are here to help you and us exercise healthy thinking. Again, join us next week as we continue to uh, whip that flabby thinking into shape. Follow us on social media. Um, go ahead and leave a comment. We would love to hear from you. And if you want to read more, uh, we have a book on Amazon called Mind Moxie. Uh, how to help you master what's mastering you. Again, thanks so much for being a part of the Soul Gym. Signing off. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.